All right. Turn me up, Nick. Yo! 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 Clap! Clap! Yo! Give me the auxiliary cord. Let's get into it. The Night of God cast, I'm looking forward to Tony T, Steve, N, E, double F, the official Ness. And yes, can't forget the twins and your boy Nick. The show's importance to focus the culprit of our hope and an assortment of what a nerd is. And that's real. Geeks to Christ in a nutshell. We're going to rep Jesus just to keep him first. They might get on Steve-O, yep, because he's the worst. A whimsical tweet with the biblical verse. Shout out to Tori, who rocked it in the first season. The reason for believing that you're picking the best thing ever will be defeated. Always a nice discussion. The nerd of God cast, big in Christ's direction. The nerd of God cast. It's 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 the nerd of God cast. Clap, clap, hey, 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 that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture come together for sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Yeah. This is the 100th episode! <laughs> All right, let's introduce everybody. He's the best at being the worst. With us, as always, Steve Supremo! He's, he is often imitated, never duplicated. It's the big man, Critton Gregory Nerd. <laughs> she's salty, she's sweet, and she's conveniently pocket-sized. Jackie freaking Wilson! Sometimes, sometimes sassy, always classy, from the island of enchantment, it's lovely Lady Elise Marie! Pushing all the buttons to keep this bucket of bolts flying, our own resident smart guy, Nick the Engineer! And lastly, and the captain who make, makes it happen, the nerd of God himself, Tony T. to be uh, to be safe from Apple and podcasts booting us off of the internet. I and I heard I read a statistics online that was like most podcasts don't last more than four episodes. Four episodes. Really? That's right. That is why we are That's our impressive. new tagline is we are twenty five times better than the average podcast. 
which if I don't if I say so myself is very humble of us. <laughs> we are man, we're so excited that we're we're here, we're doing this. I can't believe it. And um, the best part about this is not that we're doing this like because eventually if you just keep doing something, no one stops you. You just go on forever and ever. But it's that we are surrounded by some of our amazing friends tonight, a live studio audience. We love, no, we love you. <laughs> man, this is great. Looking across the room, man, we see so many friends, so many people that have actually been on the show from time to time. Uh, all the way in the back, we got Howard Salter. What's up, Hal? And his whole crew. Yeah. Sitting, it's it's so weird. It's like this crossover because there's Howard, and right in front of him is Jamaican Ollie. Wagwan, Wagwan Mirasta. Over there, we got the Cannon family. We got the Pastor Mayor and his wife Rodney and Lindsay Cannon. They've been on the show a number of times, and yeah, I know. I'm excited too. Uh, I'm just looking across the whole room here. Oh, we. All the way from the Nerd of God Daily, you guys will remember him, Stephen. Who who's that sitting right there next to Jamaican Ollie? That's Stevie B. That's Stevie B. <laughs> and we got Nolan. I know there's too many people all the way in the back hiding in the shadows. We got Daryl. He's one of our uh, Nerd of God Squad Facebook page superstars. So too many people to name all individually. But man, L7, what a great intro, man. Thank you so much. All the way from California for this event. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I, the, the, we could just just cash the check right now, man. I'm completely <laughs> humbled. That That's one of the most amazing things I've ever experienced. So thank you guys so much for being with us. Uh, those of you who named, who we named, and those of you who we did not. Uh, we're so thankful that you guys are here to share this night with us. 100 episodes is uh, a really big deal. And I'm not going to lie. I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I'm super nervous right now. Oh, I'm going to pee I mean, any moment. <laughs> Steven, you want to switch seats? Before, <laughs> maybe. She should be closer to the door. Okay. <laughs> Before we came out here, Lisa was like, I had a dream about this. This is exactly what we were doing. And I don't know what's going to happen next. And she almost fell over. She dropped like, a bottle cap. I'm like, someone needs to catch this And then I money. went to pee and it didn't help. <laughs> just like in a dream. I know. When you pee in your dream, then you just wet the bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That explains That's a lot. Which is something that Steven does metaphorically every episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. We are so glad that you guys are here. Honestly, yeah, you know how like when you do something, even if you've literally done it 100 times, and then someone's watching you, all of a sudden like, it becomes way harder? Like peeing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you have people regularly watch you pee? No, but you never, you know, hey, you never, like, you're in the bathroom and someone else walks in and you lock up? Sure. <laughs> Audience, please help me on this one. Okay. You no, literally have me dangling on this one. So, I pee you. alone. The worst, the worst is when they, they, like, there's a bunch of stalls next to you. And they choose to the one right, the one next, right to next to you. And you're just like, what options. you doing there, buddy? It's like, I do not need your codependence yeah, right, right now, please. <laughs> These aren't the droids you're looking for. Move along. Move along. We're so glad that you guys are with us tonight, man. What a trip. And uh, and it's been awesome. Some of you guys have been listening since episode one and, and hanging out with us. Some of you guys, even before episode one, we've known you guys. And uh, what, a, what a great honor it is to have you guys with us. And not only you, but also the millions... And millions. millions of Nerd of God Squad fans all across the world. And by that, I mean dozens and dozens. <laughs> You're all here. Yeah, Thank it's you. pretty much everybody's. I will tell you who's not here who told me they were going to be here. We got an RSVP from my mom, and she's not here. Didn't show. You, know, you should call her. That's what we do on a No, this is episodes. great. No, this is very nostalgic for me. It reminds me of my childhood. <laughs> Did your mom listen to the show? Yikes. No, well, okay. not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she was a patron, a patron sponsor too. It's not, was. not anymore. <laughs> was. was definitely. 
but for all of you guys that are listening at home as well, we're gonna we have uh, we're on the camera right now. You guys wave to the camera. I hope you guys did your hair right. Neff, what? Neff, what's going on, man? You look like a you look like a pidgey. Like what? I feel, <laughs> I, I feel like a pidgey. <laughs> he originally wanted like a man bun, and I said no. You don't do that. You're an adult, and you know better. And, uh, so we did that. Doesn't it feel nice to be able to like one up somebody like that? To put on the daddy voice? No, you're an adult. You want respect, you have to treat yourself with respect. But dad, (laughs) but I wanna. Go ask your mother. Uh, (laughs) Overall, you guys that are uh, sitting at home and listening to us or watching us on YouTube, uh, thank you so much. Uh, One of the best ways that you can connect with us is by following us all across. Well, I'm doing this live tonight. Hang on. This is a new thing for us. One of the best ways you can connect with us is by connecting all across all the social medias. That's Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and uh, Facebook at Nerd of Godcast. You can also check our website at nerdofgodcast.com, or you can uh, call our hotline at 760-N-O-G-C-A-S-T. It's a live show, so anything can go wrong, everybody. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. Oh, that was that was really amazing. Right, that was really nice. I'm a tingle right now. <laughs> uh, let's get this thing started, and we want you guys to be a part of it because we don't always ha- get to have you with us. So I don't want to. W- I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep. I don't want to miss a thing. So while you guys are here, um, I need a volunteer. His name is Angel. Angel, how you doing? <laughs> you, you he needs. That's you. That's you. On help, me amigo. One. Um, there, there's a microphone somewhere in this room. If you go right see, there. yeah, there you go. Uh, if key. you can grab that, we're gonna open this thing up tonight with a little one question interview. Oh. Wow, is that the right well, one? No, but I have a very limited selection of sound effects tonight. So. <laughs> it was, it was either that or the worst thing ever theme. So that's all oh. we got. Uh, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna open up with a w- real quick one question interview, and instead of just us answering the question we want to hear from you guys so uh when angel comes around uh, just introduce yourself and tell us what your answer to this question was so tonight we're talking about monuments and uh it was really cool uh the cannon family just blew up my facebook wall with uh, all these pictures of their trip to washington dc which there's just not a better concentration of monuments probably anywhere uh, that i've ever been so we're, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about that a little bit tonight and one of the most famous monuments that i can think of very iconic is mount rushmore is Anybody ever been to Mount Rushmore and seen it in real life? Oh, you have. No, so you never. braved a Dakota to make that happen. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> Even people in Dakota don't like to brave Dakota. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Okay, so was it awesome? I mean, was it worth the trip? Angel, microphone. This, my, this Angel, is your. This is, Angel, this is literally your job. Was it good? Yeah, we were there for like 30 minutes on our drive from Washington State to Georgia. And it was about to snow, and so we didn't hang out very long. But yeah. it was cool for 30 minutes. So you didn't yeah. find any treasure. Let's bliss. back up. Before we get to the one-question interview, let's back it up. You were driving from Washington State to Georgia? Yeah. That sounds gross. Did you oh. lose a bet? <laughs> yeah, I joined the Army. Oh, there. Oh, thank you <laughs> Thank for you for your service. For your service. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So our, our question tonight is, because we are a nerd show, Angel's going to come around with that microphone. He's light on his feet, ladies and gentlemen. Theory. And, uh, but, yeah. What? So nice. light. So nice light. Move. So graceful. So, he's like a ballet dancer wrapped in butter. Um, <laughs> 
Tonight, we're going to be building our own Mount Rushmore with four iconic faces. But because this is the nerd of Godcast, we want those four faces to be the most iconic figures in nerddom. Ooh, that's right. So what four faces in all aspects of nerdiness and all the things that nerds geek out about, what four faces would make that Mount Rushmore of nerdiness? So uh, let us know who you are going to nominate at this, at this point, we would remind the audience to please silence all mobile devices. <laughs> Cell phones, pagers. Unless you're FaceTiming in my mom, in which case, hi, mom. <laughs> no? Oh. Yeah. Um, so, Angel, go around. Let us know who, you, nominate one person. So, you guys throw your hand up or just uh, jump in there, anybody? Uh, we got yes. a hand in the back all the way. Yeah, Angel, running nimbly. <laughs> Stanley. Stanley. Good answer. Good answer. Does anybody have an argument with that one? Nobody. Nobody's going to argue with Stanley, right? All right. So right now, Stanley is on Mount Rushmore of nerdiness. Okay. Yes. And unless somebody comes up with a better answer, and we have to bump them off. Okay. So we have one right over here. Oh, were you agreeing with Stanley? Yeah, Stanley is the right answer. Yeah. Exactly. Um, anybody else? Throw in suggestions. Okay, we got a hand up right over here. Angel. George Lucas. George, George Lucas. Lucas. Okay, that's good. All right, that's not a bad answer. A creator of Star Wars. But also creator, uh, director of Howard the Duck. Oh, that, oh. Might, that might be a disqualifier. <laughs> that's a good it's face. A give Gene take. Roddenberry. Gene, Gene Roddenberry. Roddenberry. Okay, so mm. can you have the Mount Rushmore with Gene Roddenberry and George Lucas? There's only four spots. As long as they're cheek to so cheek. So right now we've got... <laughs> right well, now we've got three... We got Gene Roddenberry, George Lucas, and Stan Lee. Here's our fourth slot. J.R.R. Tolkien. That's a brilliant answer. That's that's no one can argue with that one. Um, all right, so that's our four. But do we have one more? All nerdiness across all platforms, Oliver, all did you fandoms. Have a hand up? Did you have a hand up, Oliver? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Walt Disney. Walt Whoa. Disney. That's my boss. That's, That's not bad. That's, That's not, not bad. Okay, I can agree with that. Roddenberry's gone. <laughs> Disney, Disney just punked Roddenberry. Is Disney pure nerdy? I mean, I'm not mad at that answer. I mean, I yes, we got. Not, I'm, I'm, had, if not, it owns all the pure nerdy. Okay. All right. Okay. Who else? So is Roddenberry gone? Do we agree on this? Yeah. Okay. So Roddenberry's gone. So right now we have Disney, Tolkien, uh, G, uh, George Lucas, and Stanley. Somebody else want to throw in? Anybody from the panel here? Oh, I got one. Okay, what do you got? Shigeru Miyamoto. That's a hard one to argue with. Shigeru what? Miyamoto. And also a hard one to pronounce. He's the father of Nintendo. <laughs> I thought he yes. was talking in Spanish. <laughs> what did I say? I like, <laughs> you know Spanish. How do you not know the difference between confused. Spanish and Japanese? Maybe Steven's just that bad at it. I thought he just got the Holy Ghost. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's likely. <laughs> he goes to Taco Bell and orders a bento box. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto is the father of Nintendo. He created Mario and Zelda, yeah. Link, and all that. Star so, Fox. Star Fox. And he even. also, I just Donkey learned, Kong. I just learned this today. He was a mentor to a guy whose name I'm not going to try to pronounce. That guy created Pokemon. Well, there you so go. without Miyamoto, we get no Pokemon. And no Pokemon Go. We'd all still be playing Pong without Shigeru Miyamoto. Yeah. I, I have to say that one probably takes a big spot. I don't know if that bumps somebody off the list, but uh, that's a pretty good one to me. Uh, how big is this mountain? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's big enough for exactly four heads. Gotcha. What if we make the heads really small? <laughs> 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 really or they're going to be a Siamese head. Little baby heads. It's just a line of heads. Just. Uh, anybody else got one? 
I like Miyamoto on there, so somebody's going to have to budge on that. If I was going to throw one on there, I don't know if we go back this far, but um, does anybody like want to really go like H.G. Wells, father of science fiction? Jules Verne. Without arguably without him, there's no Gene Roddenberry, George Lucas. Is that too is that too deep a cut? Are we only? I got a, we got a couple of nods back there. So then, who do you lose from your Mount Rushmore? He, we can't. You got Angel. You have to go visit my friend with a microphone. Anybody that's talking out there without a microphone is you lost. Combine George Lucas and Stanley into Walt Disney. Oh, there you go. There we go. So there's a a Hydra, a three-headed Hydra. And with that, you also get Jim Henson. And it, Well, then, no, because if you do that, you also that's get Pixar, and that's Steve Jobs. So oh. you, you, you get the, you, with Disney, you get Steve Jobs. All we need Disney, is Disney to buy Nintendo is, now. Just one Disney monument. One it's Disney. all we need. It's called Disney World. So instead of, instead of Rob Marshmore, it's just one set of mouse ears. Yeah, that's that's okay. All right, anybody? Uh, this is this is fun and frustrating to me all at the same time. Uh, Stanley definitely makes the cut. I, I I put that one in concrete on there. Uh, anybody else have one that goes on there? <laughs> yeah, Stanley. Uh, what else? No, nothing. All right, we have created our our official monument. We have Stanley. We have Shigeru Miyamoto. Yeah. We have J.R.R. Tolkien, mm-hmm. and we have the Hydra. The, the Disney Hydra. The Hydra. Hey, hail Hydra. We, uh, why have an or when you can have an and, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> that way everybody wins. And this has been our one question interview. Give yourself a big hand, everybody. So tonight, tonight, we, I want to do something a little bit different, you guys. Are you feeling a little saucy? I mean, sure. You feeling, you feeling a little uh, like you want to do something a little different? Because it's, sure, it's a, yeah. we, we can do something visual tonight that we don't normally get to do. Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, Angel, my friend, can you help me one more time? <laughs> just to my right, your left, you're going to see a big spinning wheel. If you can Ooh. just place that on the table in front of uh, Jackie there. Yeah, just block me. Yeah, block just face. Black, block Jackie there. Just put it right there. Ladies and right gentlemen, there. this is yep. the wheel of fortune cookies. <laughs> and uh, what we're going to do is let our crew, one by one, they're going to get a chance to walk up to the wheel here. So you guys go ahead and get ready. Line, line up at the wheel. You guys can, uh, okay, uh, I'll keep talking. Wait, up. Get... Yeah, yeah. Actually, go, go to the wheel. The wheel beckons you. I get to be in front. All right. So, Jackie, you're first. We want you to spin that wheel, and whichever one it lands on, you're going to take that fortune cookie. Now, before you do, let me explain how this is going to work. On the back side of that fortune cookie, it would be inside the fortune cookie until I found out how expensive fortune cookies are if you keep breaking them trying to put fortunes in them. After a, after a while, the people at Hopbo start going, why you want so many fortune cookies? That's not very good, and it makes you make uh, very racially insensitive accents. Sorry. <laughs> Jerry Lewis is huge in France. Okay. Uh, so so on the back of that is a phrase, some kind of a quote, some kind of a quip, some line of text. You're going to take that and hold on to it tonight. At some point during the show, you've got to work that line of text seamlessly into conversation. Now, the point is this. We're not going to try to bust you on that. We're going to let this thing slide, and we're going to let the audience at home see if they can guess what the artificial, what the fortune cookie line was. So those of you guys that are listening out there uh, across all the social media, across all the podcast platforms, you're going to guess what Jackie, Least Money, Neff, Steven, and myself have worked into our conversation from the wheel of fortune cookies. Are we ready? Jackie, spin that wheel.
All right. Now, don't show anybody. Take that back to your seat. Lismati, you are up. Wheel of... I feel like you could have spun a little harder than that, but that's all right. A gentle touch. Is this gum? It is uh, Silly Putty because okay. I couldn't find tape. It looks like chewed gum. <laughs> silly Putty is good. If you, have a, if you have the funny pages at home, you can have a good time with Charlie Brown sticking it to his face. That I'm going to work this into a conversation. So all right, Neff. All right, Big Neff. Big money, no whammies. No whammies, no whammies. Why did you do it so softly? <laughs> All right. And Tony. Oh, that's right. Tony's got to do it. These spins are. Oh, there we go. Keep it going. Keep running around. Around it goes. Where it stops, nobody knows. Outside interference. <laughs> We're not All right. I got mine. And this has been the wheel. Oh. Does anyone not want their putty? I am stressed. Can we chew the putty? No, don't chew the putty. But I said that there's this like bubble gum. Gross. No, don't. You, chew have you the never putty. played with silly putty before? I mean, I not have, but this looks like too attractive. Gum. Just looks so delicious. It's not supposed don't, to be attractive. It's supposed to be fun. Don't put it in your mouth. Don't put. Do not put it in your mouth. Flesh this colored is the, gum. This is dirty silly delicious. putty. This is the silly putty I use to clean out the uh, the the holes on my cell phone. Gross. Oh. Thank you. Oh. I don't okay. Touch well, that's going over here. It's very useful. I saw it on the internet. You use it to hold up the Idris. Life hack. So it's no longer screen accurate. Um, all right, you guys want to play a game? Okay, so uh, actually this is a lot of fun because uh, they're not going to win. You guys are going to win in our studio audience tonight. Yeah. So let me see uh, real quick. Who here has been listening since the very beginning of the Nerd of God cast? Like you've been, okay, so uh, all right, I got a hand right over here. Uh, that's going to be Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay, pick your crew member to, be, uh, to play for you. Who are you going to pick? Steven. Oh. Choice, All right, Smart. Lindsay's picking Steven. She has been listening Choosing from the, the beginning. Wind. She knows <laughs> until he gets his points taken away. All right, who yeah. has traveled the furthest from the state of Florida? <laughs> from the state of Florida. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, L7. Who's traveled the furthest to be here? We have all the way from Clear uh, from Clearwater, from Largo, Florida, Clearwater. Is it the same place, basically? Uh, you know, one armpit or the other, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a lovely town. Uh, uh, from I'm, I'm being rude to our guests. Why is no one stopping me? Because ah, we're live. Anything can happen. All I have is putty. It's all uh, the only weapon I have. Stevie B, you have traveled the furthest in the state of Florida, so please pick your crew member to play for you. Not knowing what game we're going to play. It could be anything. Going with Jackie. All right. You Stevie has soul. Jackie. Um, okay. Who is, uh, who here has the, um, I don't know. I didn't really think about this ahead of time. Um, <laughs> who in here came from California tonight? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, L seven all the way in the back. L seven. Who are, who are you going to pick from our crew to play for you? Neff. Hey! That's me. All good choices. <laughs> and you made a good choice. And uh, then we're, I'm going to uh, pick somebody who is one of our rising stars on our Nerd of God cast page all the way in the back. That's Daryl. Daryl, you are going to get to pick uh, Lee Smotty. I think that's who you have left. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Watch her win it all. That's right. That's Anybody unlikely. can win this one. Anyone can win this one. So this is a game we're going to play. It's called Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. You guys might have heard this one before on our show. So the way horseshoes and hand grenades worked is you're going to take a guess and all you have to do is be close, okay? So uh, this is going to be boys versus girls until it's yeah. boys versus boys. Or girls versus girls. Wow. Um, 
such space. Or girls versus girls. It's okay. Or girl versus boy. Or women versus men. Or Jackie just wins. Can't see this, can you? You know. All right, so uh, we're going to let these guys play uh, together, and then we're going to separate them uh, as, as we see fit, okay? Mm. So, uh, Neff and Steven, you guys yeah. are up first, okay? All I'm right. going to give you guys a question, and you're going to have to just give me a number, and okay. we'll let the girls go also, Okey and doke. then whoever gets closest uh, wins. All are right, give so, the same um, answer or separate answers? You're going to get the same answers, okay? okay? Right. So, you you're, cool. you guys come up with one answer. Ladies, you're going to come up with one answer, okay? But we're going to let the guys go first. Okay. All right, Steven and Neff. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Yes. You guys may know him from... Uh, from Saturday Night Live from from the movie Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield, yeah, uh, or Chaplin. So yeah, uh, he's been in a couple different weird things. science. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes one and two. Uh, he is uh, he is Iron Man. And uh, tell was. me tell me the year that Robert Downey Jr. was born. Oh, I know this. Hold on, give me a second. You guys can no, talk it out. It's a probably, team effort. Probably like the seventies. We'll let them figure that out. Ladies, come up with your counter answer. He Keeping in, in mind ear. that this is in a limited mouth. time, some of these people have to drive home. If you guys, uh, you yeah, guys are now, answer. you're in the room where it happens now. You're seeing the sausage get made. We um, have an answer. These are the parts that I cut out of the episode for your listening pleasure. He whispered and my mouth was open. <laughs> I thought you said he whispered in my mouth. No. Well, he kind of did. What is happening? It was gross. It was your ear. What is happening when I looked away? Oh, you have an answer, though. What's your answer? 1967. All right, 67, ladies. Okay, let's do... See, all you have to do is really decide if they're right on time, or if you say 66 or 65 or whatever, or 60, whatever, 68, you guys can just say older or younger, basically. 1969. 69. All right, so you guys say 67? Yes. 69? Sure. Here we go. Audience, you guys think, uh, you think you guys have a guess on this one? You know, a little higher or lower? <coughs> Do Googling, by the way. You think <laughs> it's a little higher? Know. You think he's older than that? No. Oh, he's younger. So younger than that? All right. <sighs> Correct answer. Robert Downey Jr. is born. 4465. Yeah. Guys get the point. <laughs> 65. He looks good yeah, for what? his age. Sure it is. <laughs> All right, ladies. All right. What's up? Not Robert Downey Jr., but your next Batman, Robert Pattinson. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, how dare you. I'm excited. Don't I turn like on him, him yet. that face. When was Robert Pattinson oh, wow. born? When was he born Yes, please. Give us the year he was born. Uh, i give you guys just three seconds to figure it out, because we got to get going. So many things to do tonight. 1989. 1989, gentlemen. 1986. 86. All right. Who who do you feel who do you feel might be closer on this one? The guys or the girls? Oh, it's a split yeah. decision. Split decision. We'll actual see. actual year of his birth. Robert Pattinson came into this world a shiny little vampire baby boy in 1986. Hey! I hate you all. That's two for the boys. Thank you for your belief in us. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> You did. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Robert, look over there. Thank I'm you. sorry. Thank you. You guys may know him from his uh, his minor role in the Winter Soldier Captain America movie. Robert Redford. Oh. Robert okay. Redford, you boys. There. <laughs> boys, Robert Redford, what year was he born in? All right. Robert Redford, the president? <laughs> Watchmen reference. For the him. audience is turning. No Google. No Google searching, cheaters. Cheeky monkeys. Right. 
must go faster. All right, we got a year. All right, what's the year? 1946. 1946. Go for it, girl. 1964. Uh, wait, what did I say? 1954? When was your dad born? 1954. Okay. 1954. All right. Ladies, you guys, you guys have a little confidence in the ladies? Or no. Are you just going for the guys? He was born August 18th, 1936. Wow. And he's still kicking it. All right, so the Roberts go to the boys. That's a clean sweep. Good job, guys. Oh, I'm so Robert. sorry. sorry. I'm and that's all, Robert. Sorry. And now we go to the Chris's. All right, oh, let's here see. We go. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Ladies. Okay. How Pratt tall is Chris. he? How tall oh, is how he? Tall is he? How tall is Chris Pratt? Like- I've looked this up before too, and I, I don't like remember I this. Why? Well, don't ask. Wait, questions. no. Why have you? Okay. <laughs> I looked this up one day. I, I, I know. He's I at least know. six foot. Like six. No, no, he's not that tall. Not that tall? No, I say 6'2". 6'2"? 6'2". All right, boys. He's at least six foot. Boy, you, you had the yeah. same question. No, the no, same no, I know, but we had the same answer. So we, we have to decide if we want to go up. Let's go six foot one. Six foot one. Actual retail price. One. Chris Pratt is six foot two. Yes! Yeah. So either way, we're getting that wrong. Yeah, that's okay. that's why they got to go first. All right, you get to go first now. No, I know. Um, Captain Kirk himself, or the dead guy from Wonder Woman. Oh, uh, uh, rough. Chris. Oh, oh. Then why is he in 1984? We Chris, don't know. Chris Pine. Science. Chris Pine. How tall is Chris Pine? Or Spider Man? He was also Spider Man. All right, we got an answer. We got an answer. We have <laughs> we an answer. All right, Chris Pine. Six foot even. Six foot even. Ladies? Six foot even. Six one? Six one. Chris Pine, Captain Kirk, comes in at a very handsome six foot even. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks, you guys. All right. <laughs> So here's well, your tiebreaker. They want to freak out. Just, no tie at all. This tiebreaker for the Chris's. Oh, okay. Chris Hemsworth, ladies. Steven has to know this one. I don't look up his. I think I know what it is, though. He's pretty tall. How tall is Idris Elba, Neff? How tall is Idris Elba? How tall is Idris Elba? Um, tall enough. <laughs> so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. I need an adult. Don't put Idris in your pocket. Ladies. A pocket Idris. I keep him with me at all times. Chris Hemsworth. Six, six four. four. Wait, I thought we already answered. No, it's their oh. turn. Six four. We already said six, six four. Three. Six, three. six three. Six three. Chris Hemsworth is six foot three. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's the power of Elba. I said it at last second. All right, ladies, I'm gonna give you a chance to really work this one out because this next round is worth double points. Okay. Oh. Okay. So who's right. Keeping track? Yeah, who's keeping, who's keeping track? Well, somebody okay. better be keeping. Keep I'm saying Sheena. Sheena. Somebody better be keeping score because Daryl wants this prize. So <laughs> he's pulling for Lee Smotty. You better start praying back there, man. You better because she needs some help. Double points. Okay. I'm gonna get you there, okay. seven. This is all about the money, honey. Gal Gadot. Oh. Oh. Easily one of the top two actresses oh, to play Wonder Woman. <laughs> How much did Gal Gadot get paid to play Wonder Woman in Batman versus Superman Dawn of... Are we who's first? They're first. 
Who's first? No idea. You're first. Oh. Oh, sorry. All right, all right, we got an answer. Go for it. $700,000. $700,000. Ladies, all you have to do is just pick higher or lower, pretty much. Let's take me one. No, I feel like less. So, Wait, $700,000? $700,000. $700,000. 700000 700001 Yes, 1000 mm. Is that your final answer? For the, to be in the movie, the entire... Yeah, yes. Don't actors get paid more than that? I feel like... Usually, but women men that, get... Men actors yeah. do. Messed up. Messed up. Is that a lie? I, am, no. I, am I wrong? That's why I answered the way I answered. Doesn't make it right. Higher or lower, basically. I don't know. I already said 700,001. Because I feel uh, like you make more. I feel like, like, I feel like every garbage, time we think it's above, money. go against your instinct. We're wrong in everything. The movie was garbage, but it made money. So like, but she wasn't like knowing you really who she was at all when that movie was. All right, bad. we didn't answer, ladies. Higher or lower? But right. she says higher. Yeah, All right. Agree. Jackie, you agree with that, Laura? Sure. Okay. Let's go for it. Gal Gadot got paid to be Wonder Woman in Batman versus Superman. Do you guys think it's higher or lower than seven hundred thousand? You guys think it's higher? She got paid three hundred thousand dollars. Oh, as I said, two hundred. Yeah. I know. I know. I told you, whatever you think is right is not. Just I believe. Ignore. Conversely, Henry Cavill uh, got paid fifteen thanks. million dollars. Yeah. Garbage. Oh well, I thought so, it was like the worst part of that movie. And oh, I, second worst. And I don't know about you guys, Gal Gadot was easily the best part of that movie. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So you guys know how this one's gonna work, guys. It's your turn. How much did Chris Hemsworth get paid to star in the first Thor movie? The first Thor movie, directed by Kenneth Branagh, was the uh, fourth. Marvel Cinematic Universe movie after Iron Man, The Hulk, and Iron Man 2. All right, we got an answer. A little tidbit of information for you there while you know, filling in the dead air. All right, what's your answer? How much did Chris Hemsworth get paid to be the, the God of Thunder? Not one, but two million. Two million dollars. Two million dollars. Two, wait, I, <laughs> there's gesturing happening. Two million dollars? Higher or lower? Ladies are having a, 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 a heated debate over here. What do you Wait, guys think, we higher or lower? What is this? We got some hires. We got some lowers. They should have gone first. See, was this it their is why turn I first? Need, I need Lindsay Cannon with oh, me every episode. That's all right. She helps. Thank she you. wants to win. Thank you. I do have we this have in case Steven gets out of control. <laughs> I'm going to make him wear the baby face. So no complaining. It's my show. <laughs> they also need the help. Honestly. Uh, uh, higher or lower? Can I wear it anyway? Just cause? Let's I'm go do it. lower. Lower than, what did you say? I forgot. Two million. Lower than two million? Chris Hemsworth got paid to be in the original Thor movie one hundred and fifty thousand dollars Wow. He was not famous yet. $150,000, which he is was, he was enough already, to buy a trailer in a nice neighborhood. He was already Kirk's wow. dad. At that point, yeah, for 15 seconds and he got killed. Yeah, that's the right 15. Put seconds. that, put the mask, the mask on, Stephen. Why? I'm not no, I'm hundred fifty thousand dollars, so less than Gal Gadot got paid. All right, so point for the girls, right? That makes me sad. <laughs> All right, and finishing out the money, honey round. How much did Brie Larson get paid to play Captain Marvel in Captain Marvel? Too much, boys. Wow. 
boys, we're going to let the ladies go first so okay. Lindsay doesn't panic. Okay. Ladies, how much did Brie Larson get paid to barely act her way through that movie? Wow. Oh, no. Don't you dare watch it again. I'm right. He's right. When you're right. The longest post-credit scene in Marvel Don't Cinematic Universe history was that movie. Blame the director. I've yeah. seen Brie Larson in a bunch of stuff. I've never seen her act. She's a great. She, then why is she an Academy Award winning actress? I don't know. I didn't. That, that was an R-rated movie. I didn't watch it. I watched the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the one where he goes, "You're tearing me apart, Lisa." No, that was a different movie. Oh. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Ladies, we need an answer. How much did Brie Larson get paid to play Captain Marvel in Captain Marvel? Seven million dollars. Seven million dollars. Hopefully. All right, boys. Seven. She said seven million. Seven million dollars. She was an Oscar winner at this point. She was an Oscar winner, and this was well into the billion-dollar-making movies. Yes. And it was like right before. This is a tiebreaker, by the way. Both teams have five points. Everybody, pray right now. <laughs> pray for your favorites. Steven, need an answer. Uh, we we say she got paid seven million and one dollar. Seven million and one dollar. Go going, going for the strategy. Steven, this might pay off for you. Brie Probably Larson got not. paid five million dollars for Captain Marvel. F. That's the last time. I, you should go with my gut. So what is the actual points now? It is five points to seven points for the ladies. All right, ladies, congratulations. You guys are going to the final round, boys. Good job. Nice try. But we're going to let... Steven, right. I can see it in your eyes. Just put it on. No, I'm just, <laughs> just I'm put not, it on. I'm not listening to Neff anymore because I knew it was less. And I I'm going to make my high All right, ladies. So we're going to let you guys... Uh, it's ladies against ladies, all right? Jackie so, was my smarter half. Real quick answers. Okay. What percentage of Americans have seen a movie in the Avengers franchise? Give me a percent. What percentage of Americans... What percentage of Americans in America, yes. In all of America. In all, all of the U.S. Americans, what percentage of the Americans have seen one or more movies in the Avengers franchise? Give me a number. Least Mati. 48. 48%. Jackie, do you say higher or lower? Higher. Higher. The actual number is 54%. Point to Jackie. Wow. Yes, yes. Enjoy while it lasts. <laughs> you got the golf clap, Jackie. That's nice. <laughs> Very polite clap. What percentage of Americans, uh, Jackie, have seen Doctor Strange? Ooh. Oh. Ooh. The Doctor Strange film with Breaker Neck Cumberbund. I'm, I love it. <laughs> I'm going to say 38. Delicious. 38% of people generous. have seen Doctor Strange. Yeah. Least Mati, higher or lower? Uh, lower? Lower, 30% of Americans have seen Doctor Strange. Least Mati gets the point. Yeah. yeah. Claps. Which means that this this last question is our tiebreaker. Could Ooh, be Jackie. Could be Least Mati. All right. Who's Jackie playing for? Steve? Who's Least Mati playing for? Daryl? See? The first shall be last, maybe, right? We'll see what happens. <laughs> the least of these. What percentage of people... We're going to skip to the last one, Nicholas. What percentage of people regularly attend church in America? Oh. Oh, oh on the Christian podcast, you got to know. That was Jesus juking, Nerd of God cast style. Attend. What percentage of people regularly attend church in America? And I regularly should be weekly, but we know better. Church people, don't we? 
Who goes first? Um, who goes first? I don't remember. At least Jackie. Marty goes first. Actually, I'll tell you what. Write it down. Write it down. I have a oh, writing what? utensil. Okay. Um, type it on, type it on your phone. While they're doing that, let me encourage you guys, if you haven't already visited us on Patreon.com, <laughs> you can find the Nerdy Godcast where you can be a sponsor. Help be part of the financial miracle that is ministry from the game shops and the comic shops and the game stops. And I, it's a live show, friends. Tony, I listened to you and tried <laughs> to use this putty to clean out the holes on my phone, and now it's stuck in my speaker. That sounds like a personal There's problem. a technique to it. Jeez. I'm so mad. <laughs> oh, Steven. Like, I'm just looking at the putty stuck in the speaker hole, and I'm upset. All right, ladies, do we have a number? Yes. All right. I, I trust I have the honor system. You can just say it out loud. We can okay. verify if we disagree or feel you're untrustworthy. Okay. All right, Jackie, what percentage of Americans regularly attend church service? 30. 30. Least Marty? You said 19. 19. The actual number is... 37% Jackie wins. I'm sorry. And that means Stevie B, for your friends at Nerd of Godcast, are sending you to Wawa for subs and gas, and it's Siptopia. Wawa, five, five seasons running, still not a sponsor. <laughs> and this has been Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, and now I need a nap. Okay. Uh, speaking of Wawa, there's one person that we know that loves Wawa perhaps above all else. Oh, my gosh. And we're excited tonight. She's not here. But we're excited tonight that we get to uh, share with you guys a wonderful message. Will you please direct your attention to the screen above my head for this word from the lovely Tori Line. Tony, play Final Fantasy 15. If it'll get That's her back on the show, I'll play the game. Come on, everybody. I can't uh, tell you why, but I also don't know. We do, I don't know either. 
we do miss we miss Tori. She was an important part of our show in season one, and uh, we hate that she had to leave, but she did have to go back to New Jersey where her husband is. So, and she's been Reasonable. doing good things up there. Yeah, well, I mean, is she in Canada right now? She, no, I think she's in New Jersey right I now. I thought Canada was the Great White North. Yeah, I thought the same That's thing. That's what Doug, basically Doug anything above Doug. Interstate 10 is the Great White North. No, I thought, North. Wait, I thought Perry was the Great White North. No, that's just, that's the, that's the Great White People. Oh, okay. <laughs> But uh, we do love Tori. We miss her. We miss all of our former uh, podcast crew members. But we do know that every exit is an entrance to something else. So we wish them the very best of luck. Uh, do you guys know what time it is? Does anybody know what time it is? Uh-oh. It's time for the worst thing ever. I hate that yeah. so much. You hate what? This? That, yes. That. Her fart sounds are terrible. And it's not comedy. It's lazy comedy. I don't feel lazy right now. <laughs> Way to own it, man. Way Hello, everybody. It. Welcome to the worst thing ever. Yay. Where we pit terrible superhero movies against each other to figure out which one is, in fact, the worst thing ever. Uh, this past week... We uh, were talking about Batman v Superman: Dawn of Actually, Justice. Take, Ver- us, take us back to the beginning, Stephen. For was, those that are maybe I less was, initiated, I was getting there. You didn't let me. I have a process. I'm gonna break the baby face. <laughs> Don't sass me. Don't okay. sass me. So we're gonna go back and take a look through at our previous contestants, the rounds, and the Wayback Machine. Everyone, put your hands up. And do the- <laughs> Let's take a look at the screen because I can't remember. <laughs> First, it was Daredevil. I'm going to move this. Daredevil versus, what is that, Batman v Superman. I almost called it hashtag who will win. Um, and the loser for that one was Daredevil. The audience. Technically yes. the winner, I guess. That was, somebody is calling me right now. Hang up. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it wasn't an emergency. All right. Next, it is Angley's Hulk versus Ghost Rider. Mm, my babies. Both Neff's babies. Um, Neff, which one of those did you like the most? Uh, okay, well, so let's figure out who won. <laughs> and Ghost Rider lost because they were both awful. Uh, next, we have Fantastic Four versus Elektra. And uh, man, that's that's a that's a boatload of suck right there. So <laughs> the loser for this one was. Fan, fan, no, that's not fan, fan that's not fan four sick. That's Fantastic Four. Next we have Venom versus Venom. Superman for the Quest for Peace. Venom being the newest movie on this list. And the winner, loser, whatever you want to call it, was Venom. So Superman 4 goes on to the next round. And finally, a terrible movie, by the way. Spider-Man, oh. the amazing Spider-Man 2 versus Van Forstick. Uh I oh. we when we saw Fan Forstick, somebody fell asleep while watching. Um, and the winner for that one was Fan Four Six. So now, wait, is that the last one? Am I wrong? Yeah. It's was that, your segment, was that the man. last I don't one? Know. Was that the last one, Nick? No. no? Okay, so we have another one. Because I'm bad at this. It was oh yeah. Green Lantern versus Steel. Oh yeah. <laughs> Two movies that nobody saw. That one. And the winner for that one was I saw the first thirty minutes of Green Lantern and the last fifteen minutes of Green Lantern. What about, what about Steel? Uh, yeah, a long time ago. Hey, hang on a second. This is my mom. Was she calling me? Oh. Is that who's calling me to hang up on your mom? Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I hope I'm not on a screen or anything. You're on my screen. You're on a podcast right now, so uh, the one that you were, you were supposed to be here for. Where are you? Well, you know I had to babysit those babies today. Wore me out. Those things today? <laughs> then I had to go home and get clothes because I didn't have anything to wear. Going back. Anyway, you got a lot of people there? Yeah. They're, everybody say hi to my mom. <laughs> 
Okay, well, I love you. I'll talk to you later then. Yeah, uh, can I listen to it live? Sure, I'll just leave the phone right here. <laughs> uh, you can't talk live during it, though. You can just listen. Just listen. Just sh Are you driving and FaceTiming right now? Yes. She is actively. Maggie, stop it. That's not safe. I'm hanging up. Goodbye. Oh, my. That was my mom, everybody. <laughs> And this has been our newest segment of the Godcast, Moments with Maggie. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. so back to the worst thing ever. We Sorry. have Green Lantern versus Steel. Uh, the winner for that one, loser for that one, was Steel. Steel yeah. moves on to the next round. Yes. And that's the last one. No? no. How am I so bad at this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Excellent Everybody say, Steven is the worst. I just blocked these movies out because dang. Okay. So we have Hexman Apocalypse versus Batman and Robin. Which I'm going to be honest with you, Batman and Robin is a guilty pleasure. It's terrible. It's awful. It's nice. But it's like it's like it's like bad Taco Bell. It's you know, it's bad to you. But it's anyway, so X-Men won. Nick just shut me up for that one. X-Men was worse. And that's the that was the final round. Tonight. Oh no. How wow. Okay, sorry. We Tonight. have X-Men Zero, also known as X-Men Origins Wolverine versus Catwoman. Which is just awful. Let's just kill this while we can. And it was... I believe Let me get my Wolverine mom back on the line. Get your mom back. She brought joy. And I'm, this is terrible. All right. And then that's the end of... That was the end of the first round. Okay, good. I got thumbs up. <laughs> Thank the Lord above. Okay. Just, just tell them we're done. No matter so what. Now, so now we're going on to the second round. This week, it was Batman v Superman versus 2003's Hulk. Uh Since we have a live studio audience, who thinks Hulk won? By round of applause. Who thinks Hulk, Hulk was the worst? The worst. Nobody. Ah, L7. Angley's Hulk. Yeah, yeah, you put Thank the hand you. down. Angley's Hulk I had Jennifer Connelly in it. It had Jennifer Connelly in it. Nick Nolte being as Nick Noltiest. But Batman v <laughs> Superman had. I mean, <laughs> what you couldn't. What does that even mean? I mean, you couldn't see it. It was too dark, but he was doing it. Was they had giant Hulk dogs. Like there was a yeah. Hulk poodle. That was that was that was bad to look at. Sorry, <laughs> Stephen. And then Batman v Superman has three hundred thousand dollar Gal Gadot. That's a bargain. Which makes it a loser in every way. Thank you, ladies. The one lady. So, I, my so wife just thinks, walked in, but I was just going to say, $300,000 is a good price for a Gal Gadot. I'm just saying. Do, do, We're going to do, do, do a Kickstarter. Gal Gadot. Do, 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 We're going to buy do. us a Gal Gadot. Do, 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 do. Okay. So, uh, who thinks Batman v Superman was worse? By round of applause, how do you feel? All right. So... 83.38% to 16.67%. The worst movie out of these two was, in fact, Whoa. Batman v Superman. Yeah. Dawn of Justice. Good. So we move on now to the next round. Uh, and before I do that, we're going to go through the rest of round two. So we just said, no, God, no. just do the I have, a, I have a list in front of me. Okay. I can't mess All this right. up. I'll, I'll well, try. Let's see. All right. So we just had Batman v Superman versus Hulk. We also have Elektra versus Superman for the Quest for Peace, That's which it. is this week's. That's just this week. That's all we need to do. Then why don't you tell me to get the rest of it? No, just up till now. Just up till now. Just up till today. And we're caught up. And we're caught up. Back to real time. <laughs> Back to real time. Tony, Tony, time. Tony, you got to relax. Anger is the ultimate destroyer that was, of peace of mind. That was not anger, my friend. That was an act of mercy. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. I don't like this. Get all Yoda on me over there. 
I don't like anger is a weapon only to one's opponent. I don't like. Do not disturb the stillness of the podcast as a pebble disturbs the pond. What are you doing? Mm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Lift the rocks with your hands. I'm sorry, Stephen. Tonight's worst thing ever is what? I just said it. Yeah, it was, I know, but I, not at all. I've forgotten immediately. Didn't see um, it. It is. Oh my word! It's up on the is screen. On the screen? On it screen? is Superman Four: Crescent Priest versus Elektra. Two. Two terrible movies. All right, so this is what we're going to do. We have a phone voting system. So for the next three hours, what we're going to do tonight is we're going to let you guys vote on which movie is... No, I'm just kidding. It won't take us that long. This is going to be real simple. We're not even going to put this online. This is a live studio audience. The power is in your hands, and you don't even use your, you don't even need to use your phones. Watch this. How many guys think Elektra is the worst movie? Raise your hand. How many One, guys think two, three, Superman four, 4 is the worst movie? Raise your hand. How do we have less? Not everyone voted. Not, Not everyone, everyone voted. voted. <laughs> do it again. How Electra, many? raise your hand. Electra is terrible. It needs to be eliminated. One, yeah, yeah. Do we got a this family? Is, Families are voting together. <laughs> this is Florida. We're good for recounts. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take it easy, Chad. All right. <laughs> How many? <laughs> Superman 4 is the worst of the two. That's really, really tight. I still don't think I everyone. Who here is... Who here has never seen either movie? And you just yeah. there we go. That's right. That's, that's, that's right. All right. Uh, I'm gonna have to give that one to uh, Electra. Electra is Electra is the the worst of the two. I yeah. disagree, but you know what? The people have spoken. Electra moves on, and this has been our worst thing ever. I don't like that. I have to Can, do that segment. If only. Are we ready? It's it's yeah. If only if only um. If only for the love of God, we could actually get out of this crazy tailspin of awful that we're in right now. What I need more than anything, besides a sip from my cool, refreshing water, is a real podcast host to please help us out. Can we get a real podcast host on the line right now? Hey, 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 clap, 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 Scott Higa is on the line. Welcome to our 100th episode spectacular. Scott Higa, the Christian nerd. Hi, everybody. Sorry. He is loud. He's the voice of God. (laughs) (laughs) We can hear you, but uh, only the audience can see you, which I guess is good for them or good for us. One or the other. (laughs) Well, as as we discussed earlier today, Tony, that is why I'm fully clothed. (laughs) <laughs> from the <Yeah>. waist up <laughs> the topless version comes for a patron exclusive patron exclusive only that's what how much would you pay to see scott higa i'll pay you never to see that here <laughs> what you got for us tonight man i'm having some audio issues i can't hear you guys very well oh. all right well oh. you you do the talking then buddy we'll just hang out Oh, no. I don't think you got all that message. All right, let's... <laughs> Our Wi-Fi is terrible. Your Wi-Fi is terrible. Like <laughs> he, 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 he heard that. that. Of course he heard that. I think there's a lag. A little bit. All right. That's because we're doing it live. We're doing it, we're doing it live, everybody. Anything can happen. All right, Nick the Engineer is back there pushing buttons and trying to make things happen. Do we need to go to plan B, Nick? Do we have a plan B? Yeah, it's hang sting. up on hang up sting. on him. Do we have 12% of a plan B? We have 12% I mean, of a plan. Mind. Never mind. All right. No, nope, he didn't freeze. He moved his eyebrows. Okay. Just Sorry. keep Higa on the on the up there on Bye, the screen. Scott. We're gonna try this again, Bye, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what a face. 
Yeah, we'll go, go just go back to logo here and we're gonna try to connect with Scott Higa down here. Scotty, you there? Hello, hello, ah. hello. Hello, hey. I'm here. Are you there? What do you know? It actually works. Yay, we can hear my nasally drawing. <laughs> All right, so Scott, uh, we are we are here, and um, yeah, so uh, you got something for us, man? I do. How about we just try going or audio only, Tony? I think that might help us out. No, I, we're great. I mean, I can see you. You, I can't see you, so it's fine for me. He can see himself, though. Look, yeah. Okay. Well, I still your audio still a little. I don't know how to work this technology, Scott. <laughs> Turn your camera. All right. Yeah. So it is so. you guys' 100th episode. Yes. yes. Congratulations on making it to 100 episodes. Thank you. Yeah. A feat I accomplished three years ago. Uh, yeah, Thanks. but Scott, how many but episodes? He does two do shows a week. Out? Quantity week. versus quality. That's what we uh, say. It's uh, it's wow. easy. It's easier to crank out podcasts when you're lonely and do them by yourself. Oh, low blow. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a villain. <laughs> That's totally true. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Since it's your one one. Sorry for all the dinner. I have no idea what's going on because you keep cutting in and out. So we're going to power through and assume that through the magic of everything, we can make this better. Yes. Yeah. Technology is is beautiful. So. So. All right, you asked me to come up with a game for your show. Yes. Which is genius leadership on your part because it provides 20 minutes of content that you have nothing to do with. 20 and minutes? so if it's good, you can take credit for it. If it's bad, you can blame me. Yeah. 20 minutes? I'm okay, let's do it. All right, so I, I came up with a game. It is called Do You Hear What I See? I barely hear what you say. <laughs> do, do you hear what I see? Okay. It's too early for Christmas. Do you hear what I see? Okay. Okay. So what is this game, Scott? And so since the Roman numeral for 100 is C. That makes sense. Okay. I have some riddles, little rhymes, little questions that include the Sound or the letter C. Okay. Okay. Sound or the letter C. I see. C world or see the world. <laughs> yes. You. Very nice. C world. Wait for me to finish, then shout out the answer, and somebody will have to tell me who wins. Yeah. Let it out. He's not talking. Let it out. Here's the sample question. These are great for baseball or a long road trip. Just make sure you have a cup in which to spit. Just make sure what? You have a cup to spit. So like sunflower seeds, see, seeds. Oh. Hey, that's the answer. Uh, okay. okay. So see the word, the sound, see, oh. is in yeah. the answer. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. We get it now. We get it now. We're with you. All right. All right. We get it. We get it. We'll see. All right. Here we go. Number one. This chorus pruned by a Caribbean crustacean was all about life below the waves. Under uh, the Sebastian. sea. Sebastian? Under the sea. No, I didn't ask who the crustacean was, oh. but I believe it was Steven who shouted under the sea. Yeah, it under was. the sea. Under Point for Steven. Good job, Steven. All right, okay. Nicholas Sadler, you can play on this one. 
You have a mic? Sure. This time-displaced vessel vacated its own timeline, and its crew volunteered to go back, even though it meant their demise. Tony, Enterprise C. NCC 1701C. That is correct. Nerd. Wow. Sorry, what? We could have just let Captain, Nick, who Captain never Rachel Garrett. They're not all nerd-related, so people have a chance. Did Tony Thank just you. call somebody right. in the future? This British singer belted a number one hit for Batman Forever and was married so to a Nef previous Seal. host of Project Seal. 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 I think that was... Neff got it. It was Seal. Neff. It was Neff. did it early. job, did it early. Right. Yeah, but I've been... Kissing uh, all them roses. Kissing rose. Oh, this one has a bunch of alliteration in it. Oh, no. Great. This elevated household addition will help halt your heat on a hot and humid day. This what? AC? AC? No, this elevated household addition oh. will help halt your heat on a hot, humid day. AC unit. <laughs> no? <laughs> Ceiling fan? There you go. Oh. Tony's a winner. Okay. All right, this high schooler turned journalist jumps at the opportunity to jot down a story which usually leads her to fighting fiends from the opposite of the right side up. I have no idea what he said. What? Uh, the, what now? Say, that, say it again. This high schooler turned journalist jumps at the opportunity to jot down a story which usually leads to her fighting fiends from the opposite of the right side up. Oh, Oh, what's her name? Is it Nan oh, Nancy, Nancy Drew? I didn't, no, no, no. Nancy, Nancy Wheeler. Wheeler. Nancy Wheeler. Nancy Wheeler. I said it before he said it. I get yeah. it. Steven got it. Good job, Steven. All right. This uh, colorful magician can turn into a mangy mutt. Just don't mention him or his universe to Tony T, or he might kick your butt. Neff, Sirius Black. What? Oh. That is correct. Sirius Good Black. job, Neffer. This is a magician. Yeah, I was That's so for my Potter fans. I got you. All right. Keep your horse. Jumping on this episode man. of everyone's favorite workplace comedy. Oh. Huh? Yeah. The Office. All right. Sorry. On this episode of everyone's favorite workplace comedy, a bumbling boss throws a more elegant Advent event to impress his former flame. What Fa is the name of the episode? Fancy Christmas. No, it's Classy Christmas. Oh, I think you're right. Sure. Yeah, it is Classy Christmas. Right. Jackie. Oh. Very good, Jackie. Classy. Good job, Jacqueline. Thanks. All right. Sports on the Godcast. This must be a jest. But can you name this NFL team from the Pacific Northwest? No. Seattle Seahawks. That is correct. <laughs> it's Neff. Neff got it prim. first. He is what? proper. It's Neff. All right. He's What? Steven, he's going to quit because he's not getting his point. The very least All right, he is prim, he is proper, and a professor of protocol. His faithful companion is ready to roll. No idea what he just said. Whoa. One more time. Say it again. He is prim, he is proper, and a professor of protocol. His faithful companion is ready to roll. He is prim, he is proper. Uh... Professor of protocol. C three PO. Lee Smarty said C three PO. Only because of Jamaican Oliver. Oh, Lee Smarty, you're correct. Thank With the assist. All right. This series was billed as Star Trek Beneath the Sea, but the show sank faster than a faulty submarine. Was it the Atlantis Stargate? No, I got it. It's Sequest DSV. Oh. It is Sequest DSV. It was Ew. terrible, and it I was wanted terrible. to like it so much. 
and filmed right here in Orlando, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wonderful. I didn't even know what it was. This hero in Toy Story saved Buzz and Woody, even though he had a dead battery. Uh, he had a dead battery? Say Buzz and Woody. RC. 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 Yeah. RC. That is correct. Gets no credit, that RC. This canine rescued little Timmy from a well, so she probably went to doggy heaven instead of doggy hell. Lassie. Doggy heaven instead of doggy hell. Lassie. That is Lassie. Good job. Yay. You're binary there. What's that girl? Timmy's in a well? <laughs> no, she said our internet's terrible. Friends have fun on this playground fixture unless one weighs more than the other. Nope. This no big Latin. Seesaw? Nope. Big Latin. Seesaw? Seesaw? Seesaw, it is Seesaw. Yeah. How did you, how did you nice. even hear that? She has the gift of interpretation, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> this classic 80s tune about breaking the bro code was sung by a star of General Hospital. Are we looking for the name of the song or the name of the <laughs> The audience is trying to give us clues, but I'm not making eye contact because I don't want to cheat. Uh, <laughs> we have actually people singing it right now. Jesse's girl. Jackie said Je <laughs> Jesse's girl. Whoever said that gets it. Oh. What? what? Jesse's a boy. Yeah, but he wishes he had Jesse's girl. Um. He just wants to know where he can find a woman like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the arms of another man. And he's All right. she's watching Everyone's him with those favorite eyes. Puerto Rican is more than an affirmative action hire. This is one of the best ways to describe her. Sassy. Yeah, there you go. I was like, do I, I think that was about you? <laughs> it was. Thanks, Scott. All right, last one. Wallies and Roomba are a great start, but this Hanna Barbera robot has cleaning down to an art. Rosie. Rosie. Oh, from uh, from the from Jets. Jets. That is correct. Yay. Tally up your points, and whoever wins Probably is a winner. Is that going to keep score? Because I'm lost. I know I didn't win. I think, I think the winner was Jamaican Oliver. Good job, Jamaican Oliver. Congratulations. <laughs> that was it. Man, thank you so much, Scott Higa. Hey, thank you for having me on your 100th episode. Really, I do appreciate it. I love your show. I listen to it all the time. Even when I'm not on it. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, and then you'll be uh, saved. Uh, to you too. So, Scott... Scott did send us um, a nice little package before the show with a nice note. I have the note on display right here. This is his card that he sent to us uh, expressing congratulations and regrets for not being able to be here. And he sent each of us Funko Pops uh, for each of our kind of characters on the show. So I have a Tony Stark and we have them displayed right in front of us, Scott. They're amazing. I, I have Tony Stark. Oh, that makes me feel Lise Mati has uh, Shuri. Jackie has Captain America. Stephen I got Fat has Thor. <laughs> Fat Thor. And I have Heimdall in his screen accurate position. <laughs> <laughs> and Too soon. Nick, Nick in the back back there has Hawkeye. So uh, thank you so much, man. These are monuments to our friendship, and we bless you. Scott Higa, the Christian nerd, ladies and gentlemen. Show him some love. And I just hung up on him, so... Bye, Scott. 
Yeah, so so monuments are what we're talking about tonight. And for the next just couple minutes, we're going to wind this thing up and try to put a little something spiritual on it. But uh, uh, what was your, uh, Angel, microphone, this is your, yeah, your time this to shine. This is your buddy. time. Oh, Angel, yeah. everybody. Everybody give it up for Angel. Hello again. Do this, Fans. Angel. Look at so, his hair. So the the Cannon family, you guys, you're you're a Washington D.C. group. You guys go there a lot. What's your favorite monument in Washington D.C.? Pastor Mayor Rodney Cannon, First Lady Lindsey Cannon. Um, my my favorite is uh, probably well. There's only really, I mean, let me nerd out on you. There's only one monument, the Washington Monument. The rest are memorials. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. Um, actually, Smart. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the Korean War Memorial would probably be my favorite. Gotcha. Cool. Very emotional. Okay, good answer. Uh, have you guys ever been to a monument that uh, that might be a, it might be a memorial? We'll be a little. Loo- <laughs> we won't die under a sea of semantics. Here, semantics, right? That was the the sea. Oh. Scott Hager, oh. get it on that. What's Rodney Cannon killing us with? Uh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what, what do you guys uh, have you ever been uh, okay the the St. Louis we have listeners in St. Louis which is in Missouri yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure took me a second I had it's to go through the states uh, they have the big um, the arch, arch. arch. St. Louis like, arch it's like they were going to build a McDonald's there and they couldn't commit they got halfway <laughs> uh, do you guys know what the St. Louis arch is a memorial for a monument to McDonald's Commitment. It is the gateway to the West. It is the uh, the centerpiece of the Jefferson National Expansion Memorial to commemorate the westward expansion of the U.S. Oh. So, yeah, it's not just Thanks. half a McDonald's like I assumed. Uh, the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. You guys have seen Statue the Statue of, of Liberty. Liberty, right? One of three statues. I've seen pictures of it. Yeah, uh, Magneto tried to blow it up, I think, in the first X-Men movie. That monster from Cloverfield took the head off, I think. Yeah. That is the Cloverfield monster. Rolled it down the, the road like a bowling ball. Planet of the Planet Apes. Apes. That's right. Or Space, space Balls. Cinema. Also, Mega Maid. Ghostbusters. <laughs> it was well, wrong. Ghostbusters 2. We don't talk about that one. Your love is <laughs> lifting me higher than I'll ever. Okay, you guys bailed on me. X-Men. On one. Thanks. <laughs> that's, where, that's where the uh, toad gets struck by lightning. We, what happens when you strike a toad with lightning? Same thing that happens There's everything else. else. Uh, you guys know what the Statue of Liberty is a, uh, a monument to? Freedom. Welcoming Freedom. them to the country. French people. Liberty. The French. The French were like, we don't like it. You take it. <laughs> we have another one. The college toga parties. This was given to us by the Egyptians. We don't want it. <laughs> a bad French accent. First, first you did. <laughs> so what is the Statue of Liberty a monument to? Do you guys know? Anybody know? I thought it was about immigration. Well, it was a gift from It's about France. racial people? Like something like a, a It was from pe- France. Or maybe yeah. a sign of pity. A sign of pity? Like, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. Uh, it's uh, actually commemorating the end of slavery. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. The, the, if, oh, if you, liberty. At the feet of the Statue of Liberty are broken chains. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, the Statue of Liberty commemorates the, uh, the the end of the U.S. Civil War and the abolition of slavery. So that was kind of neat. I didn't know that. I learned nice. something new. Um, if you guys, the Little Bighorn National Memorial, which is uh, up in Montana, which was originally the General George Custer Memorial, and then someone went, ooh, he killed a bunch of Native Americans, so maybe we should maybe we should like do, show both sides of this story. Um, they killed him, though, if it if it's in, in the interest of fairness. Revenge. <laughs> uh, 
I, I like these different. So, so the question is this: If someone Nerd of God cast crew, if someone was going to make your good angel, thank you. If someone's going to make a monument about your life, if they were going to make the Jackie monument, mm. what would they build and where? What monument would they build for my life? This is your like life, my whole life. Jackie freaking Wilson monument, the That's JFW. Can I just get that? Uh-huh. <laughs> the JFW. It's an a- airport. What would they build for you? <laughs> Giant ball of yarn. No. Because then they'd mistake it for all the other big balls of yarn around the country. <laughs> Giant melophone. There are uh-huh. so many. Like the one in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Like the one in the biggest ball of twine yeah. in Minnesota. Um, I don't know. Like I feel like music's been a really big part of my life. So something kind of relating to music. Okay. Um, all right. Like a French horn. Like a French a horn. Giant French a giant horn. French horn. Like that children play. could slide around in, right? Oh, yes, six like slide. That. Maybe maybe don't have it as you could play. That's how you get mono. What? <laughs> what? Because the people all, all, all the people going nope. up to blow the the, the, the the French horn. It's gross. Just are germs. You, are you sure? People germs. Wow. Yep. Good try. Uh, Stephen, Steven, what's the, what's the Stephen Salisbury Memorial going to oh, be? I don't know. My first thought was just like a big face and beard. Like. <laughs> it's his, it's his I worst just thought like shirt. hair. Just like your hair. Just the hair just and just the Steven's beard. Claws, just Stephen's claws. Just hair and a beard. Just hair, yeah. Um, like a just sample. a pile of hair. Yeah. <laughs> Not even a Just a pile. Let me just shave your head and then leave it there. Like a glass case. No, that's where my strength comes from. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know this. I, I, I don't know. I, I, have, I have no idea, and I, I can't. I was not prepared for that question, and I should have been. Neff, Neff, what's what, what? What would your memorial be, Neff? My memorial would be a huge plate of milk. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> a pl- just a plate? Yeah, because then anybody who like steps on the plate and be like, I'm, I'm gonna They're stepping you. up to the plate. <laughs> <laughs> and then if they want to, they can leave little food for me, like a memorial. Like, on, <laughs> like the little Buddha statues in a Chinese yeah, restaurant. Like, like yeah. oh, it's Neff Day. It's like, I'm like Santa Claus. <laughs> leave your food out for Neff, and maybe he'll come eat it on the big plate. Happy Neffmas Day, everybody. <laughs> may the Neff, may the Neff be with you. <laughs> and to you make, as well. To make it clear, I am not comparing myself to Jesus, but, you know, a holiday would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be on the fifth of every month. We can celebrate this while I'm alive if you want. <laughs> we can celebrate it right now. Anybody got a plate? Just treat me. Just treat <laughs> me to dinner. We need <laughs> someone to bring us a plate and just put it in front of Neff. We'll see what happens for us tonight. Lise Mati, what what's the monument that we're building to you? Oh, I don't know. A gargoyle. A giant Cheeto. A giant, a giant Cheeto. A giant Cheeto. That's better. I feel like people would just know. A Cheeto bat would be enough. Gold black. Just everyone walks up to and touches it, and then they come away with the orange Gord, fingers. Yeah. And it's just it's a like whole, the Blarney like, Stone sensory experience. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay. Um, no, that makes perfect sure. sense. What about you, Tony? If they were going to make a monument to me, it would just be a table like this with all of you at it. Aww. Aww. With a picture of his perfect Aww. blue eyes. That's right. <laughs> That's all it would be. No, I don't know. I think to me, like the the monument that you you leave, really. I'm, I look I look over. I'm looking at my son right now. Like the monument that you leave is the thing that goes on beyond you, right? It's like it's the thing that kind of carries on the best parts of you, so that other people that don't know you can know what you're all about. And I think that when we, uh, not to swing this thing into like full on, you know, Jesus Christian moment here, but I think that when we make a legacy and an impact in other people's lives, that really is a great monument to who we are. So, um, yeah. So in, in that way, really, honestly, you guys are a big part of that. So, um, 
I'm proud of you. And uh, I would, I would be proud if you guys would be like the monument. If people would look at you and say, they must have had a great youth pastor <laughs> at some point in the past. Um, the world's and so, so maybe that's the thing. So if we're building the Mount Rushmore of your life, of your life story. Who's the person? And, and you know, all of you, even in the audience, think about this. Who's the person that would go on the Mount Rushmore of your life? Who's the person that spoke life into you and, and that encouraged you and that opened doors for you or gave you a chance to try and to even fail? Um, all of us need to have somebody like that. Many of us have had somebody like that. So who, who's a person for you? Maybe it was a pastor or a, a teacher um, and there's more of an open-ended question than something that we're going to sit in here and talk tales about. But, you know, a coach, a parent, um, a, a sibling, you know, the, there's the people that belong in our lives of, man, I wouldn't be where I am right now if it wasn't for this person, you know. Um, do, you, do you have somebody? Just, in, just name a name. Well, I was going to name you, don't but do I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, but my first pastor, uh, his name is Pastor Herman Knapp. Um Aww. When I first started coming to church and I was here all the time, he really kind of like took me aside, but he didn't like, the biggest part for me is he didn't like shoo me away. Like he treated me um, very well, but he treated me like a friend mm. and uh, spoke a lot into me and he was really down to earth and I really appreciated about that. Not only was he down to earth like in his personal life, just dealing with people, but he was down to earth from the pulpit. So he mm. was, he was like, what you saw was what you got with him. Yeah. And, uh. I saw a lot of what he did for other people, and it just really showed me, you know, like more than anything, it's about people. Nice. Uh, and I know people who are very greatly impacted by small things that he did, and it changed their lives. And seeing that happen really, really helped me out. Cool. Very cool. Anybody else? Uh, for me, I had my uh, one of my band directors in high school, uh, Jose Slava, who still oh, kind of yeah. pours into me. <laughs> All the people that went to your school. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. No, he um, he actually took the time when I was having questions about college and stuff because no one in my family had gone to college. Um, it was a very scary thing and very overwhelming for me my senior year. So I went to his office and was asking him, like, I want to do what you do, but I don't know how to do it. So he took time out of his day, sat me down in front of the computer. We went through like the college stuff. He printed out like sheets of paper with like all the classes and circled things that he recommended and like actually took the time to pour into me and then um, lets me come and shadow him while he teaches at another high school now. So I get to do that for my degree now. So he's someone who's pretty consistently like pouring into me when he doesn't have to. I'm not his student anymore. I graduated. It's fine. That's awesome. That's awesome. Anybody else? Yeah. Um, for me, it's kind of it's kind of like a grouping because um, over uh, um, for those who don't know, I'm, I uh, I just recently got and this isn't a brag, this is just a, a thing. I uh, Stephen and I both got our, our pastoral licenses, um, and I plan on going into uh, children's ministry, um, hopefully full time. That's the plan. But um, a big part of that has been the pastors, the children's pastors that um, that have really shaped me as a, as a person. Um, uh, the first ones would be uh, Jeannie and Nelson Hoover, mm -hmm. who gave me the opportunity and accepted me in and, and showed me how to really care for kids. And um, then the uh, Richard and Carmen Cologne, who, who showed me how to uh, really put my all in, into the ministry, really give all my energy that I have. And then uh, more recently, and I, I think the most impactfully, um, is uh, Pastor Nolan Clifton, who, uh, who was in the room earlier, but he's not here right now. But... Um, you know, I, I found my calling from, from being in there. Um, at least money. I think for, I mean, it's kind of a basic answer, but I just think of my parents. Um, That's not know. basic. 
Well, I know everybody, you know, you think of your mom and dad when you think of the people that have like molded you into who you are quite literally, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think they're not, I mean, no parents are perfect. They're not perfect, but even in their imperfections and you learn from the things they do right and the things they do wrong. And those things that they do are what kind of have shaped my character now. And I think that I am completely who I am because of the journey that their choices have, have brought me on. So, um, my parents, absolutely. That's awesome. There's a guy named Steve Livingston, and uh, Steve Livingston was a youth pastor in South Carolina at a little Baptist church um, of no consequence, and uh, he came to visit some of his kids at middle school, McCracken Middle School, and I was in eighth grade, and I didn't go to church, I didn't go to youth group, I didn't have anything to do with any of that, and he was sitting at a picnic table outside having lunch with a couple of his kids, and I was sitting nearby, and he was kind to me, and he asked me to join the conversation. And he said, this Friday, we're going to go see a Petra concert. Would you want to go with us? And I'm like, sure. What the crap is Petra? I don't, I've never, I ain't never heard of such. So I went with him, and we drove two hours. I got in this guy's Jeep, right, with three other teenage guys, and we drove two hours away. My mom didn't know him, right? You're talking about good parents. Uh, my mom, I feel like I'm talking a lot of crap about my mom tonight. I don't mean to be. She's fantastic. But uh, yeah, I drove with this guy to Columbia, South Carolina, man. And I gave my heart to Jesus that night. And I never really went to his youth group. I never really, w like, I wasn't under, he just saw a kid at a lunchroom table and made an investment. And he doesn't know. He's off somewhere else uh, serving the Lord. And I think he's in Texas. Somewhere. The great state of Texas. <laughs> Two claps. I expected more from you on that. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's, you know, so, but he doesn't even know the, the impact that he made in my eternity. And I want to look at, at, at scripture because there's, there's a part of the Bible that just really sticks out to me of, of the, the people and the places and what God is doing that just create these amazing anchor moments. And I go back to Joshua. So these guys had been on this journey for 40 years. You know, a lot of them were the children of Israel were, were born in the wilderness. I mean, they were, they had come up come out along the way, right? And, and they're here, they're on the cusp of the promised land. They're right there. Moses has been left behind. Joshua is leading them into this new place that God has promised them, I mean, hundreds of years beforehand. And they're about to finally step in. They're at the end of this long and painful journey. And they come to the river. They come to the Jordan River and the river is flowing and the river is just pouring out in front of them. And God says, go into the river, take the ark, and just walk into the water. And as the priests went ahead and they're carrying the ark, as soon as they touch the water, the water just stops and like creates a wall, a barricade. It just stops flowing, creates this water, water of wall, um, a wonder wall, if you will. <laughs> and, they, and they walk across the river on totally dry ground. Thank you. And, and, and they, as they went across, they, they praised the Lord and they said, maybe, you're going to be the one who saves me. Oh. After all. Oh, don't you dare. They, um, it was not an oasis. So while they were walking across, the Bible says that, that God told Joshua, he said, go ahead and you, you pick these get 12 guys, one from each of these tribes, and have them go pick up a stone from the middle of this river where the river used to be, where the water used to be. Go and pick up a stone. And, 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 and they did. And I, whenever I heard the story kind of like in a younger, I always thought little stones. You know, we're going to pick up just like, it's this little rock in my hand right here. It's just my little pebbly. It's so cute. Look at them. Look at them. <laughs> um, 
But in rereading it, man, they picked stones that they actually had to carry on their shoulders. These were these were man stones, right? Like you had to carry these things out, like like lofting them up, like have some beef jerky and carry a rock, you know. So they're carrying these giant rocks out, and they and they when they come out on the other side, they stacked up these twelve stones, and they created a monument there. And um, and the Lord told them to that these stones are going to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. So that later on, long when the river has gone back to where it's supposed to be, long after you're in this place where I've led you to, uh, you can look back and see that memorial and you can remember where I brought you to. But but an interesting word jumped out to me and I thought this was kind of cool. It was just one quick word. He said, put them up in this place where you're going to sleep tonight. And that word tonight jumped out at me for a reason because... God said, you've made it across, you've made it in, set up a memorial, but you're only staying here tonight. Because even though I've brought you to the finish line, even though I've brought you into the place that I promised you, we have further to go. And it's nice to set up a little memorial. It's nice to set up a little monument. It's nice to set a little anchor moment when we hit these moments of achievement. We're here at 100 episodes for a podcast. To me, that's pretty cool. Uh, but boy, if this is all God has for us, I don't want this to be a finish line. I don't, I want this to be a starting line because, and I, I, I can't, you, you, you here with us and even those that are watching, you have no idea how important your support and your friendship has been. And, and I'm always, always going to remember this night looking out at your faces and thinking, man, you guys came from a long way, man. You drove hours, you flew hours to be here that's ridiculous to me how are you dumb like why would you do that don't you have better things and i say that in in jest man we are floored we are honored humbled like completely humbled and a little bit stressed out <laughs> uh, by your expression of love and gratitude and this night and and you being here with us is going to be one of those monuments that 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 we set in our hearts forever and we're always going to look back and we're going to remember this and we're going to say, man, look what God has, has been able to do. We've seen people give their hearts to Jesus. We've seen ministries encouraged. We, we've gotten to go and speak in youth groups and speak at conventions. And we've made friends with people that we would have never made friends with, man, like through the Internet and and through different churches, even right here in town. And, and tonight, you know, afterwards, we're going to have some food and we're going to laugh and we're going to talk and, and share stories after stories after stories. I can't wait to introduce some of you guys to each other because I, I think that is amazing to me to watch our network and our family just kind of get more and more tight. But this has been powerful. But this isn't the end. This is just where God's brought us to. Jericho is still ahead. You know what I mean? There's still another amazing exploit right around the corner. And whatever it is that God's brought you through, you know, and, and I look across this room here and I see ministers, I see pastors in this room right now, people that have done more than I've ever done for sure. And I know that God has just done some amazing things in your life, that your stories is that your stories just bring him glory up and down and all over. But there's more, more to come. So stay faithful, stay encouraged, keep moving where he's leading. And uh, and although we have these, these moments that we treasure, the best is yet to come for you and for us, for his glory and his namesake. So with that said, any other thoughts? I think that 
it's super encouraging i feel like we reach like peaks and you have to remember that there isn't a peak to god's purpose you know you you graduate and it's like i graduated but now you have to like do something with that <laughs> yeah you know, i graduated college and it was like oh my gosh i did it but then now i have to like be an adult and, and do the thing with the thing that i got and and sometimes you have to pay for the thing that you got after the fact <laughs> months sometimes and months to and pay years a lot. later um but but it's really exciting to me to think that you know there was a point in my life where that seemed so far away that was the goal that was the thing i was praying for and that i was trusting god that he would lead me through and then that moment came and i did it and glory to god but but man there's still so much more and that's a small scale thing for me it's college but you know you said there's ministers here there's people here you guys have probably done so much more and seen so much more than i have and to think that there like i said is never a peak to that there's never going to be you reach the like god doesn't have a limit of what he can use you for or use your ministry for or use your you know what he's going to do through you so i think that's really encouraging to mm -hmm. think that no matter where you are in life if you're where i am or way beyond where i am or maybe way behind where i am that there's something really big and powerful that god has in the future and in your journey and that that will always be the case there will always be an exciting great big beautiful tomorrow in christ you know shining at the, the end, end of every, every day, day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh one thing that i would say and this is something that i deal with myself is don't stay frustrated with where you are if it's not where you want to be especially if you know that God has called you to something else or something mm. better. Um, there's a reason why you are where you are. Um, so make the best of it, but also don't just like sit and sulk there, like begin preparing for what's ahead. Uh, I, I believe this is Paul. It might be Peter, I believe it's Paul who says, you know, you know, I'm moving forward. I'm looking forward to what's ahead, but I'm forgetting what's behind me. So don't get stuck on where you are or what you did yeah. or what was behind you, but look forward to what's ahead. Um, I might be taking this scripture out of context, but you know, the, he who began a good work in you is faithful and just to complete it. Yeah. So just because you ha haven't gotten there yet, doesn't mean that you will not get there, yeah. but you can't just sit there at the same time. And I think if you sit there as much, as much as that monument means to you, if you sit there with the monument, the monument becomes an idol yep. and it doesn't become a symbol of something good. It actually becomes something that's, that's harmful to you. Mm. That's a good point. Well, Tonight has been a special monument for us, and we are thankful to have shared it with you. Give yourselves a big hand, everybody. And that brings us to the end of our 100th episode, you guys. I know. I didn't pee. <laughs> and that means that, uh, that next time we'll be back for our 101st episode. It'll be like the day after your birthday when nobody cares anymore. <laughs> It's like, but it was my first. No, nobody brought it was cake today. So uh, let's let's get back. Uh, let's get back to the normal thing where we can all just be friends again and hang out. But uh, man, we just want to say thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you for liking and sharing and subscribing and leaving reviews. All that stuff helps us a whole heck of a lot, and we really really appreciate it. And if you would like to be a part of what we're doing, visit us at Patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com/slash/NerdyGodcast, and you can be a part of the blessing. Thank you so much, audience, for being with us for the Nerd of God cast. Steve-O Supremo! Bye, everybody. Jackie freaking Wilson! Bye. The big man, Quentin Neff! Here's to the next 100. Lovely lady, Lee Smotty. Make good choices. And all the way in the back, Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. Yeah.
for Scott Higa, for L7, and for you, by golly. Until next time, we We ain't gotta gotta go go home. But we can't stay here. Thank you guys, and God bless you. Happy day theme song is here. There it is. Hey. Let's go downstairs and eat cake, everybody.